Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you in part by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. And BYU taking care of business. Shout out to BTO. We're through 15 minutes. BYU 14, Stanford 3. BYU with 155 total yards in the first quarter to Stanford 79. BYU 24 pass and 131 rush. A 131-yard rushing quarter on 10 carries, yes. A robust 13.1 yard per carry average. Stanford limited to just 14 yards. Their lead back and really their only back they use is, is Mitch Lieber. And, and Lieber's averaging just 3.3 yards per carry on the year. There were two penalties in the opening quarter, both against the Cardinal, two for 15. BYU was flagless, and that's good after the, man, the parade of flags against Utah Tech. That was disappointing. BYU flagged for about 132 yards of penalties against an FCS team. Can't have that. BYU eight first downs in the first quarter, one shy of their season high for a first quarter. Stanford three first downs. BYU one of one, of one on third down. Stanford three for five on third down. BYU snapped 16 plays to Stanford's 15. BYU almost 10 yards per play in the opening quarter to Stanford's 5.3. Possession time slightly in BYU's favor. And here we go. Quarter number two about to get underway. With the Cougars flipping the field from right to left. They now defend the goal to our left and go left to right. And the BYU line of scrimmage is almost directly in my line of sight. As BYU looks at a first down and 10 from the Cougar 34-yard line, Riley. Yeah, I mean, th- if this offensive production continues, uh, you love to see it. This offensive line is showing out. I know there's, we talk about the 38 senior or the 38 people honored at senior day. I know a lot of those were offensive linemen who have their degrees and some of whom are getting, you know, some evaluation. This is uh, against the Stanford team, a great way to end the regular season, showing out like, like they are, those five men up front. Chris Brooks, nine yards per tote, takes the handoff from. Jaron Hall and then shoulders off a would-be tackler for a gain of five to the 39-yard line. You know, I was on the field before the game and, you know, we're so far away and Riley, you've been a football player all your life. You know what it's like, but we're so far away you get down on there and even in warm-ups when with their pads are off, you just realize just how thick and strong these guys are uh, and, and a hit like that just reminds you what you're dealing with when you size up Chris Brooks. He is a load at 6'1", 230. 30 seconds into quarter number two. A shotgun snap to Jaron Hall. Hall takes off on quarterback keep to the far sideline. First down and more. Midfield and more. 45-43-42 of Stanford. Jaron Hall designed quarterback run. And the Cougs move the sticks into Stanford territory. And again, BYU just keeping itself out of third downs. That was BYU's 19th snap. And BYU's been to one third down. Ricky Mizan, the depth middle linebacker, is down. Third time we've had an injury stoppage. They've all been Stanford players. And this has been a Stanford team. I mean, BYU's had its injury woes well documented. Stanford, too, just hammered this year. That's an indication that BYU is bringing the intensity. We talked about with uh, some a very sparse uh, stadium and talked about BYU's had a tendency at times during this year to play down to the level of their opponent. Um, I'm wondering, Greg, are we going to timeout? Sorry, I see the red hat on the field. Yeah, the red hat's out there, but the but uh, the, sign. the clock display sign is not on the field right now, so we're not quite sure. In fact, 
it does look like this could be a timeout of a considerable duration. So we'll take this break. I don't see the clock display, but we do see the red hat on the field. So a timeout's been called for with 14-15 to play until halftime. BYU 14, Stanford 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds for a station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. BYU Football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue. Bam Bam's bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork or do like I do and just ask for like a plate full of jalapeno cheddar sausages. Bam Bam's Barbecue located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. BYU 14, Stanford 3. We're back out of timeout. And the Cougars a first down and 10 at the Stanford 43-yard line. That last run by Jaron Hall putting him over 3,000-yard passing plus 300 yards rushing. Only the third-ever quarterback to do that. Steve Young and Brandon Doman, the others. Jaron Hall turns and hands off to... Chris Brooks, it's a flea flicker from Hill back to Hall. Hall, an open wide receiver. It's actually a tight end, Isaac Rex, down the far sideline. And Isaac goes 10-5 and touchdown. A flea flicker and a touchdown. The Cougs go up 20-3. Jaron Hall hands off to Chris Brooks. A reverse to Keanu Hill. The flip back to Jaron and all by himself down the far boundary. The tight end, Isaac Rex, and he walks in for six. Isaac Rex with his 19th career touchdown, 5th of this year, and BYU extends the lead, a PAT to make it 21-3. So there was the handoff, and then the other handoff, and then the pitch back to Jaron. It was so funny because Jaron saw, uh, Isaac was, he was wide open from the time he came out of the line of scrimmage. I saw Jaron's eyes were on Isaac Rex streaking down the sideline, and he was like so antsy to get the ball. You know, he's got a baseball background. He was an outfielder, but I'm sure growing up he played some infield. That was like a shortstop turn and as soon as he caught it, he couldn't get out of his hands fast <laughs> enough because Isaac Rex was so wide open. And then it was a great job by him to beat the one last safety to get into the end zone and complete the trick play for the touchdown. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. It's another Mount, uh, $250 donation to the American Red Cross. Three possessions and three touchdowns for BYU. The Jake Oldroyd PAT makes it 21-3. to It's another pigskin scoring summary coming your way after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. One top 25 team still in action, number 13, Washington at Washington State. This does have implications for the Pac-12 championship game. 5.07 to go in the first half. The Washington State Cougars have a 24-21 lead over the Huskies. Back out to Stanford and Greg Rubel. Jason, thank you. BYU 21 and Stanford 3 is our score. BYU's most recent scoring play, a 43-yard touchdown pass. Isaac Rex from Jaron Hall on a flea flicker. Getting you to another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. For every Cougar point scored this season, your Utah Pork Producers and Smithfield Foods will donate 75 servings of nutritious protein to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. Cash Peterman kicking off for BYU. It'll be returnable from the four-yard line by Jason Thompson. Thompson outside the far hash. 
25. Cut down there. First down and 10. Cardinal. Last scoring drive for BYU. Five plays. 76 yards. 246 off the clock. And again, Jaron Hall to Isaac Rex. Jaron picking up his 51st career touchdown pass and 30th of this year. So the threes are wild. 30 touchdown passes and now over 3,000 passing and 300 rushing yards on this season. I mentioned Steve Young, one of the two quarterbacks now three to do the 3,300 double. And Steve is in attendance here tonight. Of course, this is all Steve's old uh, it's his backyard. So BYU's three scoring drives. 75, 75, and 76 yards. Tanner McKee climbing the pocket, pulling it down, taking off, and a rare run from McKee. And a run of five and six, maybe seven yards for Tanner McKee. Again, McKee on the year, a minus 87 yards on 69 attempts, including sacks. So uh, positive rushing gains are a rarity indeed. And BYU's scoring drives, by the way, have gone seven, seven, and five plays. 312, 257, and 246 off the clock. And again, BYU's run 19 plays, one third down snap today. Amazing efficiency. Tanner McKee shotgun. Second down long two. Middle handoff to Lieber, and Lieber moves the chains. That's a nice run of eight between the tackles on a second and short. And so stick mover for the Cardinal. They trail BYU and big 21-3 early in quarter number two. 12.52 to play until halftime. The Cardinals smartly break the huddle. Snap to the line, and Mitch Lieber sets up on the left hip of McKee. McKee now audibles, backs up into the gun. Play clock at 15, snap to McKee. A slow-developing handoff goes for no gain as Lieber and McKee were meshed at the exchange point, and then time stood still for like a second or two, and then Lieber took the handoff finally and moved up for no gain. It's rare that BYU that the BYU defense uh, looks and feels like they have the speed advantage against their opponent, but that is the case here tonight against the Stanford Cardinal. They've, they're continuing to, they played almost exclusively three defensive linemen. They have Tyler Batty stood up as a Mike linebacker, but what they're doing is they're using their speed and agility to uh, basically out-athlete the Stanford de- offensive front. Twins left and right, McKee from the gun, bounces on the balls of his feet and throws on an end to the right side for a gain of five to Colby Bowman. Bowman's second catch. And they'll be third down and five. Greg, you mentioned uh, Steve Young in attendance. Hey, Mitch, what is that uh, throng of fans on the stairs over your left shoulder down there? <laughs> I, I've been watching. Steve signed <laughs> one autograph and now there's about yeah. <laughs> 80 fans huddled down there all to try and get a picture of their Mitch, maybe get one for us if you could. Third down and five. Low snap to McKee. McKee throws to the right and a pass breakup from Gabe Judy Lally. Second PBU on the day for Gabe. And Stanford will punt it away. Well done. Gabe Judy Lally reaching across the front of wide receiver Mudia Rubin to knock it away. So Lally sandwiching Rubin between himself and the ball and bats it away for the pass breakup. For his second great pass breakup of the night, his first one happened in the end zone. This one came on a big third down around midfield. Stanford, though, lining up to go for it. Not punting. Fourth and five. Fourth and five. No punt team at all. Stanford 46-yard line. McKee shotgun. Lieber to his right hip. And it is complete. They go for it on fourth down, and Elijah Higgins with the catch down to the BYU 35-33-yard line. 
So I was way too quick to call for the pass breakup leading to a punt on fourth down and five near midfield. The Stanford team trailing 21-3 goes for it and converts. Good call and one I should have been thinking more about instead of immediately thinking punt. It was near midfield and makeable. And you're down big, why not go when they did and convert on a fourth down? Yeah, I mean, you have to do that when you're in Stanford's position as David Shaw takes a timeout. They were trying to hurry in tempo. They had the wrong personnel grouping out on the field. Stanford it looks like they're going to send us to a media timeout. timeout as well. All right, so BYU 21 and Stanford 3. 10-19 to play until halftime here at Stanford Stadium. BYU's had the ball three times and three touchdowns. Drives of 75, 75, and 76 yards. BYU sitting at 221 yards. And Stanford at 122. So those two total offense totals make a palindrome. 221, 122. 221 and 122. And uh, Riley, one of your keys to the game was BYU score in every quarter while they're halfway home. 14 in the first, 7 in the second. And uh, also keep Stanford under 300 yards, and they're pacing for that. Well, obviously a lot to go in the second quarter, but uh, as you mentioned, 122 yards. Stanford is mounting a drive. This is probably their best-looking drive of the of the game. McKee got it going with a little scramble, and then uh, on the fourth down, delivered a strike for a big gain. See if BYU can stiffen up as they uh, get deeper into Cougar territory. Yeah, Higgins has been McKee's primary target all year. Some nice catches in this one. Stanford's actually snapped more plays than BYU in this game. Play action. And between the hash marks, complete to the tight end, Benjamin Urasik. Urasik with his first catch of the night and 48th reception of the year. The six foot four, 242-pound junior. And Urasik is second to Higgins in receptions on the year. Higgins the wideout and Urasek the tight end. Higgins checks back in. Stanford to the 29-yard line on the 8-yard reception. So second down, two. Stanford's averaging a very acceptable six yards per play. BYU's been that much better, though. In the gun. Chest high snap to McKee. Pulls it away from Lieber, and McKee takes off and slides after gaining a first down and then some. He gets to the 16-yard line. So for McKee, a gain of eight on second and two. Where's this running Tanner McKee coming from? And that last one was actually a design. That was a design quarterback draw with with some different window dressing. Obviously, with the fake handoff, it looked like a play action, but it was blocked uh, to create a seam for him straight up the gut. First down, 10, BYU 16-yard line. McKee does have a number of gains on the year, but wiped out with sacks. Shovel pass to Higgins. Higgins runs away from a BYU tackle to the 15-yard line, driven back once he gets there, but a gain of six and almost seven for Elijah Higgins on the shovel. Had a good look at him, did Blake Mangleson, but Mangleson could not bring him down and ended up gaining a few more yards after initial contact and sets up a second down and four for the Cardinal. Higgins is a big wide receiver. He looks at it. You'd think he was a tight end. He's 234 pounds at 6'3". He's not quite a tight end size, but for a wide receiver, boy, he carries the load, and he shows it after he catches the ball. Three tights in the set. Triple tight, single wide left, McKee in the gun. The wide left is Silas Starr. Hand clap, belt high snap, McKee looking left, looking middle, throwing middle, complete to the five, and down at the two-yard line. Here's the tight end, C.J. Hawkins. But Hawkins moves the sticks, and it'll be a first and goal for Stanford at the BYU one-yard line. Well, so far, Greg, it seems like all the damage that Stanford's been able to do has been completions over the middle. BYU's going to have to find an answer and prevent 
um, any any sort of that over the middle passes because Tanner right now is, is really making the defense pay with that. Mitch Jerkins in the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with the home team field. Zions Bank is for you. Now they go under center and Ibax for the first time tonight. Lieber is the tail. The handoff to Lieber. Lieber goes middle. The leap and the score. Touchdown Stanford. 7.41 to play in the second quarter. That's 21 to 9 with a PAT try coming up for the Cardinal. Mitch Lieber with his second touchdown run of the year. And Stanford pulls to within two scores. Nice drive by the Cardinal. And it was keyed by a fourth down conversion near midfield. That was, Greg. I thought you were going to take the opportunity since you didn't. I'll do it. Mitch Leeper. Yeah, Leeper was the Leeper there. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, not bad. Uh, on our call sheet, he's actually listed as a safety. Not bad for a walk-on player who started this season as a scout team safety defensive back. Now uh, taking handoffs into the end zone for the Stanford Cardinal to cap off uh, what was a very, you know, kind of moxie drive. BYU jumps off sides on the PAT attempt. So that call will be coming here soon. But uh, the drive that included a fourth Illegal down snap, conversion. Number 23, offense, five-yard penalty. So backs up the PAT try. The call was actually against the Cardinal on the PAT attempt. 21-9 as we, res- as we await the re-kick on the point after. Stanford has come in uh, scoring 20 or fewer in six straight games or fewer than 20 in six straight games. This would get them halfway there. Still plenty of time to go before halftime. Joshua Cardi on for the PAT. He's 24 for 24 on the year. High snap. Good placement. And the kick is missed. He's now 24 of 25. And it's his first placement miss of the year. He was 17 of 17 on field goals. And 24 of 24 on PATs. And the good PAT was wiped off on the penalty. And the re-kick from five yards back is missed. And the score stays 21-9. to We're taking time out from Stanford Stadium on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 21, Stanford 9 is our score. Almost halfway through quarter number two. 7.41 to play in until halftime. BYU doesn't win low-scoring games. In fact, uh, BYU's lost 21 consecutive games when the Cougars score fewer than... 21 points. Stanford has shown an ability to win lower scoring games. Stanford has won games this year with 16 and 15 points. BYU doesn't win those games. That was a win at Notre Dame, 16-14 and a win over Arizona State, 15-14. But since then, Stanford has lost while scoring 13, 14, 7, and 20. So in their four-game losing skid, They've scored 20 or fewer in every one, and BYU's already at 21. Cougs lead by 12 as Stanford kicks off here at Stanford Stadium after scoring and then missing a point after. And you would not expect Joshua Cardi to be the man to miss. He was 24 of 24 on point afters and 17 of 17 on field goals before that miss, his only miss of the season. And now Cardi will kick off. A backflipping end-over render to Nyberg at the goal line. Nyberg comes to the near boundary and has himself a decent return, 26 yards. So if he goes fair catch, it's 25. Instead, he got to the 26 and maybe even the 27. And they will indeed place it there. So a 27-yard kickoff return plus two. Let's call it for Hobbs Nyberg as BYU sets up first down and 10. Jaron Hall, four of seven, 67, and a score. 
pass efficiency rating 184.7. Isaac Rex, one catch. Cosper, one catch. Nakua, one catch. And Hill, one catch. BYU spreading it around. Isaac Rex's grab was 43 for the touchdown. BYU still rushing for better than 12 yards a carry right now. 12.8 yards per tote. 12 rushes, 154 on the ground. Chris Brooks is the tailback with Jaron Hall under center. They don't give to Nakua on jet sweep. Instead, hand off to Chris, and Chris just rides the tie to the left side for a gain of three. The tackle between the numbers and hash marks, setting up a BYU second down and seven. BYU going left to right as we see it and you hear it. And that BYU line of scrimmage, again, almost directly in line with our viewpoint here in the booth. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson up top, Mitchell Juergens down on the field. Got Jason Shepard back in the scoreboard studio. Our spotter, Jake Murphy, positioned between Riley and me here in our broadcast booth. From the 30-yard line of BYU, second down, seven. BYU's run 20 plays, one third down snap. Hall. The out to the right. Catch made by Puka. Spins out of two would-be tacklers to the 40, the 41, the 42. What an effort from Puka Nakua. A 12-yard gain on second and seven. BYU avoids the third down again as Puka moves the sticks. I wonder if this is some some, sub, some subconscious homage to you, Greg. This is looking a lot like Canadian football. <laughs> they never get to a third down. All right. A pull away from Jaron Hall. Follows his blocker downfield. That's Isaac Rex clearing the way for Jaron Hall. And Jaron has another stick-moving run. A 15-yard gain for Jaron Hall down to the 42 of Stanford. Design QB runs has just been, uh, it's it's almost like Aaron Roddick found, you know, a, a 20 in his jeans pocket. Maybe some extracurricular activity after the play yeah, as the flag comes a, a, in. The flag comes out of a pocket down on the field. And that was well, that was a good 5 to 10 seconds after the play was over. That was a Jaron Hall run down the near boundary, the right side for Hall, setting up another first down at the 43 of Stanford. Then what do we Personal have? Personal foul. Illegal block below. Moise, number six. Defense. 15-yard penalty will be added to the end of the run. Automatic. First down. Well, that was some deliberation because it was well after the play. It was out of bounds. But they will flag Nicholas Toomer yeah. for the infraction. Ooh. It'll put it down to the 27. What yeah, do you see, Riley? Uh, well, that's bad, and especially, you know, on the anniversary, at least as, as was that Isaac, game. Was that the undercut of Rex? Yes. The uh, the defensive back, you can't do that as a defender. You can't die. He dove right at the knees of Isaac Rex, who was the oncoming blocker. Yeah, Glad it, the ref saw that and flagged it. Yeah. So thought about it and then flagged it. It was Rex clearing the way for Hall on the run. Chase Roberts setting up wide left. Cosper wide right. Double tights left and right. And now Hall in the gun with Nakua. And hands off to Puka. It's a reverse to Chase Roberts. Roberts shoots a gap. 25-22 yard line. A six-yard play. Maybe closer to five at the end of it all. Chase Roberts on the run from left to right on the reverse. That block below the waist adding yards to BYU's tally after the Jaron Hall run. And that Jaron Hall run was 16 yards before the add on of the penalty yards. BYU now down to the 22 of Stanford. BYU's leading at 21-9. We have 5.30 to go till halftime. It has been an efficient, well-run, high-scoring, very good offensive half for BYU here at the home of the Cardinal. Chris Brooks off the right hip of Hall. The handoff to Chris. Chris middle, and Chris goes second level and moves the sticks on a second and six down to the 11-yard line. It's a 12-yard run. And BYU is just avoiding third downs tonight. That is 25 plays 
and one third down snap. That is remarkable. So I remember, the, and this would have been years ago, but at the height of Peyton Manning's dominance of the NFL, I remember him talking about one time, obviously they hold the Manning Passing Academy camp, and he had a coach come down from Canada and talk to Peyton a lot about uh, how they run their emphasis on first and second down, and he started to incorporate that with the Colts. Maybe that's what BYU's doing here today. Why wait and put so much emphasis on third down? Let's get it done on first and second. Hall on the shotgun. Quarterback keep to the left side. Is snowed under at the 10. So a gain of only one on the run left from the 11. Second down and nine. BYU at the Stanford 10-yard line. The Cougars can get a first down without scoring a touchdown. The line to gain is the one-yard line. BYU 21, Stanford 9. Stanford a field goal. Touchdown miss PAT. BYU three touchdowns. Three PATs for the 12-point lead. Well, Greg, we've talked uh, we've talked a lot about the offensive line and how dominant they've been, but one of the reasons why they're running the ball so well is the downfield blocking. All right, Mitch just cutting out. Sorry, Mitch. Uh, Mitch brought to you. Uh, Zions Bank. Jaron Hall. Diagonal sidestep. Throws for the back of the end zone. Looking for Rex. Incomplete. Mitch, if you can come back to us, just finish your thought there. You cut out briefly. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, the, the downfield blocking has been really on point. I mean, if you're going to break off these 15-yard runs, you can only do that if you're, um, you, you know, your receivers and your tight ends are getting to their second-level players, and that's what BYU is doing today. Thank you, Mitch. Mitch reporting from the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking of the home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. All right, here it is. Only BYU's second third down of the night. It is a third down and nine from the Stanford 10. Ball far hash. Jaron Hall shotgun. Chris Brooks to his right hip. Twins left and right. Brooks vacates. Empty now for Jaron. Quarterback draw. The 10. The 5. The goal line. Did he get in? They say he's down, but with a first down. Inside the 1. Only had to get to the 1. Didn't get in. But it's BYU first and goal now from inside the 1. So close to career rushing touchdown number 10 for Jaron Hall. And the Cougs will go right to the line. They hurry it up. Under center is Jaron. Sneaking is Hall sidestepping and the push did he get there they say no did not break the plane so second and goal from inside the one so jaron there's a couple different ways to execute the quarterback sneak one is to try and find a hole rolling on the field is the runner short of the goal line it'll be second down as the wedge moves forward, you try and find a hole in the f- and dart through it, and that's been Jared's strategy. But the offensive line is, is not on the same cue. The offensive line is getting foot-to-foot, even getting interlocked foot and just trying to give an old push. You know, Tom Brady's the best to ever do the quarterback sneak, and his he's almost propelling his center forward. Uh, that's the other strategy to do is stay right behind your center and your guard and do that. Jaron's kind of been moving to the A or even B gaps to try and find success in the quarterback sneak, and it hasn't been there much this season and not on that play. Second and goal inside the one. Hinkley Ropati off the left hip of Hall. Shotgun snap. Jaron. Again, Jaron on quarterback keep and again driven back shy of the goal line. All right. I'm all for quarterback run, but I don't like it in goal line and short yarded situations, especially when your quarterback's, you know, only about 6'1", 200 pounds. Give it to Hinkley Rapati, whose quads alone weigh are 200 pounds. Stanford, Stanford calls timeout. Second charge timeout of the half. This will be a 30 second timeout. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to two minutes. 24 seconds, please. 2.24. So Jaron Hall earlier in this game picked up his ninth career rushing touchdown with one more, and it almost came three times here in the last few minutes. With one more rushing touchdown, he'll become the sixth 
BYU quarterback all time with 50-plus passing scores and 10 or more rushing scores. The five who've done it, Ty Detmer, Jim McMahon, Steve Young, Zach Wilson, Virgil Carter. People say, well, Taysom Hill. What about Taysom? Taysom ended up, I think, with 43 career touchdown passes. passes a ton yeah. of touchdown runs in the 30s, but yeah. not enough touchdown passes to qualify. Game We're clock gonna... operator, please reset the game clock to 2 minutes 26 seconds, please. 2.26. It was 2.19, now 2.24, Thank now 2.26. All right. So David Shaw calls the timeout. BYU sitting at a third and goal inside the one. What will they go to now? Pukunakua is the tailback. They go with a power pistol. With Hall now vacating, Puka with the direction out, bobbled it, and is dropped at the six-yard line. So Jaron Hall was setting up in a power pistol formation, left the pistol, leaving Puka in shotgun snap position, and he bobbled the snap, drops it, falls on it, and BYU's gone from first and goal inside the one to now fourth and goal, right? Yeah, at, and, at the and five a flag, or six. Flag on the play. It'd be interesting to see okay. what the call is here and what David flag Shaw does. Side. I think it's on BYU. Offside, number 51. Oh. Defense oh. lined up in the neutral zone. That penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal. Replay third down. So now it's third and goal. Maybe a football length outside of the end zone. Maybe a look now at under center quarterback sneak again as close as they are to the goal line. you got to think where the ball where it is, you can get Jaron Hall enough forward momentum on sneak. Or, you know, I'm not you, sure I like shotgun as much here with the football length to go, but here we go. BYU no, will mean, break the huddle with 2.06 to play before halftime. It's now third and goal. Football length for a touchdown. BYU's going to call timeout. timeout. Yeah. BYU has called their first charge timeout. So two 30 year, seconds in length. Two years ago, they had such great success in fourth and short situations and then goal line situations, handing it off to Mason Wake as uh, you know, on a quick hitting dive. You've also got Houston Hamuli playing against his old team. You yeah. know, maybe maybe he'd be good at 260 pounds. He's a bowling ball with a little bit of extra motivation to get the ball across the goal line. But uh, be interesting to see what they they did not. They were confused at what personnel they had. They had heavy personnel in the huddle. Be interesting to see if uh, what was wrong with that and why they called the timeout and if they changed the play. BYU's had only three. And now four first-half possessions. This is BYU's first, or rather fourth, drive of the game. And they've already scored touchdowns on their first three. Stanford's only had three possessions. So not a lot of drives for either team. And here we go. 158 to play before halftime. Mason Wake is part of double tight to the right. Jaron Hall's under center. Chris Brooks, the lone setback. They motion Cosper from left to right. Snap. Jaron. Jaron. Run it. Sprinting out to the right. Flag flies, back of the end zone, touchdown, Isaac Rex, two flags on the play, but it's a touchdown to Rex in the back of the end zone. I think it's defensive holding, but we'll see. Uh, and then there's another flag back in the backfield. Yeah, that's right, sure now that three flags. Yeah. Three flags all in different areas of the field. So Jaron Hall took the snap, kind of slowly left the center, then started a sprint to the right, found Rex in the back of the end zone for the touchdown, but flags all over the place. I'm going to take a guess. Defensive holding, offensive pass interference, Replay the holding. down. Oh, yeah. throw, and then oh, offensive another, holding. So, so two offensive and one defensive? D- judging by where the picks came and how the play developed. Okay. So Ryland's guess where is the flags came, two offensive fouls and one defensive foul. We'll see what our referee, Michael Vandervelde, reveals. There are two fouls on the play, both by the defense. Oh. Holding, number 15, defense. That penalty is declined. Personal foul, illegal block below the waist, number two. 
defense. That penalty will be enforced on the succeeding kickoff. Touchdown. Touchdown, Isaac Rex. Second one today, 20th of his BYU career. Six touchdowns on the year. And the Cougars make it 27-9 with the cash. Is that Peterman or Oldroyd down there? That's, P- That's it's Oldroyd. Peterman. Yeah, Peterman's doing, I think, just the kickoffs. It's Oldroyd for the PAT. So Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT to make it 28-9. to Greg, you don't often like to remember injuries, but that catch in the back of the end zone reminded me very, it looked very similar to the play that Isaac Rex got hurt on a year ago. In the same spot. Yeah, in the same spot, except this one, of course, he lands safely and healthily, which to me is a tribute to all the hard work that he's put in, catching his second touchdown to come back from that gruesome ankle injury last year to now in week 12 of this season, a year removed from that injury to uh, produce two touchdowns here in the first half against Stanford. Two Mountain America Credit Union touchdowns. It's another $250 donated to the the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. PAT good from Oldroyd, 28-9. BYU four possessions, four touchdowns. Perfect first half on offense for BYU. Time for another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers are proud to support youth leadership programs in agriculture and contribute to fairs and communities across the state. Enjoy a meal of delicious pork this season, and remember to thank our Utah farmers for their locally grown goodness. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. And that last scoring drive for BYU puts the Cougars up 28-9. It ends on a one-yard touchdown pass. Jaron Hall to Isaac Rex. 11 plays, 73 yards, and 5 minutes, 37 seconds off the clock. So BYU's scoring drives have gone 75, 75, 76, and 73 yards in 7, 7, 5, and 11 plays. BYU 28, Stanford 9, BYU 4 for 4, touchdowns on possessions here in half number 1. BYU will kick off from the 50 as a result of the penalty, and so this should fly through the end zone. Cash Peterman has kicked off since Jake Oldroyd slipped. Instead, they'll squib it. Stanford up back will receive it off a of bounce at the 20, get out to the 25, so it'll be a touchback looking 25-yard line, first down and 10. So either way, it's 25-yard line for Stanford. Yeah, Jake Oldroyd had the opening kickoff, slipped and fell on it. Or did he have a... He did. That was his first yep. kickoff of the night, wasn't Correct. it? Yeah, yeah it was. and hasn't kicked off since. Has been good on the PATs, and by the way, he now has 82 consecutive PATs, extending his BYU record in that category. Stanford now, a first down and 10, from its own 25-yard line, 145 to go till halftime. BYU has two timeouts remaining. Tanner McKeon shotgun as Mitch Lieber to his left. Play fake and then incomplete. So the clock will stop. Intended for Benjamin Urasek, the tight end, between the hash marks. Second down and 10. And still 141 to go. So Stanford might see BYU call timeout here on this second down. That first down incompletion really helps BYU decide what to do here with two timeouts left. McKee back to the gun. Lieber to his right. Short drop. McKee. McKee throws underneath. It is complete to Higgins. Makes the catch at the 30, but five yards shy of a first down. Clock rolling to 130. Yeah, Coach Lamb standing right next to the official, but opting not to call the timeout. So that forced him to convert a third and four. McKee shotgun. Lieber left hip now. Trips to the right. Single wide left. The short side. Left side. And it is complete. And they move the sticks. Colby... Bowman on the slant 
to the 40-yard line. Clock at 116. BYU 28, Stanford 9. Stanford driving it to the 40, the Stanford 40. BYU shows three down linemen. Tyler Batty is in a middle linebacker position. Three-man rush. McKee throws underneath to Lieber. Lieber to the 41, or the 46-47 yard line. It'll be second down three. Clock to 55 seconds. Stanford in no huddle. BYU four down linemen. Only one timeout left for Stanford. Shotgun snap, McKee at his midsection. The right-hander throws on the seam, incomplete for Higgins. It'll be third down and three from the Stanford 47-yard line. So 44 seconds to go. If BYU gets a stop here on third down, you'd expect them to call a timeout and see what they can mount with about 30 and change to play here in the first half. Talon Alfrey's a deep safety on this third down and three from the Stanford 47-yard line. Clock is stopped on the incompletion. 44 seconds to play here in the first half. BYU's up big, 28-9. McKee in the gun with Lieber. Tight trips to the right, single wide left. BYU shows four down, lineman. They'll bring the four, drop the seven. McKee's got time. The right-hander throws complete for a first down. Moves the sticks with a gain of four on third and three to Colby Bowman. And Stanford in no huddle to the 49 of BYU. Clock at 38 seconds. And they spike it. Clock it. Does McKee setting up a second down and 10 at the BYU 49-yard line. BYU with a 19-point lead late in the first half. And BYU in leading at halftime is on a roll. 14 consecutive wins when the Cougars lead at the break. So despite Cardi's miss of the extra point, Greg, you said he hit a 61-yarder last week. Yep. And he's perfect beyond 40. 11 for 11 outside 40. So Stanford needs, realistically, probably needs about another 15 yards. And they feel pretty good about a field goal attempt. Double wide receiver stacks left and right. Pressure from behind. McKee goes down. A sack of Tanner McKee back at the 44-yard line. Lorenzo Fawatea comes in off the left edge. Typically a defensive tackle as Stanford, Stanford uses their last timeout. Their third and final charge timeout. Setting up a... Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to 25 seconds, please. A third down and 17. So BYU, which ranks 130th in team sacks, gets to McKee tonight for the first time and drops him for a loss. It'll be third down and 17 at the Stanford 44-yard line. BYU 28 and Stanford 9 as we approach the break. I mentioned 14 consecutive wins for BYU leading at halftime. BYU will lead at halftime. Under Kalani, the Cougs are 40-5 and five when they take a lead to the locker room at halftime. Stanford, meantime, under David Shaw, 10-40 and 40 when they trail after two quarters of play, as they will do today as the Cardinal are headed for what would be a fifth consecutive loss to end the season without a dramatic reversal of fortune. And BYU's done nothing but score touchdowns here in the first half. The Cougs have had the ball only four times and have scored four touchdowns. On drives of 75, 75, 76, and 73 yards. Third and 17, Cardinal at their own 44-yard line. BYU brings four. McKee steps up again. Pressure wide to the right. It's open. He throws underneath Lieber. Lieber makes the catch and is dropped four yards shy of the line to gain. So on third and 17, gain of 13. It is fourth down and four. Ten seconds to play. The clock is running. Stanford out of timeouts. Down to eight. Down to seven. Fourth down and four. The hand clap with five. McKee throws near side with two and one. And the clock will stop to move the chains or will it not? The completion to Tremaine is a first down yardage gainer, but clock shows zeros. 
There are zeros on the clock. And yet, Stanford's trying to kick a field goal. The completion to game Tremaine. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to one second. One second, please. That would have been to move the sticks, but then the clock should start on the signal, and they shouldn't have time for a field goal. But they're setting up, which would be a 54-yard field goal try, and now BYU takes timeout. BYU has called their second charge timeout, 30 seconds in length. And Kalani wants to know what happened. I wonder if he's asking for a review. So Tremaine makes the catch, and I wouldn't even argue if they say the Tremaine catch came with one second with a first down to stop and move the sticks, but then the clock should start on the signal. They would not have time to kick a field goal at that point. And so Stanford ran the field goal team out with zeros on the clock. This is not the way it should have gone. Gave them when, a free when, field when, goal when McKee, when McKee threw that ball to Tremaine, there were two seconds left. McKee, M- M- Tremaine makes the catch with one. The clock can stop at one to move the sticks, but then the play at the clock has to start immediately. Once the sticks and are set. And it did not happen. There should not have been enough time to run a field goal team out. Now, BYU calls timeout with one second left, and now it's a regular field goal try. Yeah. It'll be a 54-yard attempt. From a guy who hit from 61 last week, Joshua Cardi, 7 for 17 on field goals this year, but this try should not be happening. A 54-yarder from the right leg kicker, Tremaine. Ball on its way, back spinning toward Drilled the uprights, it. and it's good to end the half. 28-12, Stanford draws to within 16 at halftime. And the question we have to ask Kalani is why was that field goal attempt even allowed? Well, we know now they called timeout, so it would allow, but the clock should have expired in the first half. Right? I wonder if he called timeout to ask for clarification. Mitchell have to Yeah, Mitchell, get that Mitchell have to ask Kalani him. exactly how that conversation went down because that, that didn't look or feel right. Mitch, let's head down. Coach, Coach Wagas did play. You called timeout, but it seemed like, I mean, it. The clock was supposed to run off anyway. I mean, what was the conversation with the ref? Well, they weren't going to start the clock until they're going to snap on the whistle to get a block set up. But I mean, I, I thought the time, I thought the clock went to zero, but they said there was one second on there. So I, I you know, that's just what it is. So uh, your offense has been incredibly efficient, scoring four touchdowns, four offensive. Most about their performance. Yeah, keep taking care of the football and keep scoring. That, that's going to be the key for us. So uh, I, I've been pleased with the way that they're playing. Obviously, on defense, we got to get get some things fixed. We gave him too many big plays, especially on third down and, and on fourth down as well. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, Mitch. Thank you. All right, Mitchell Jurgens with head coach Kalani Sitake. Halftime recap coming up next. BYU 28, Stanford 12 at halftime on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.